Hello, hello, welcome into the third episode of the Noah Tour podcast where basketball gets weird. I'm your host, Noah Tour. Now, I know I've been on a little bit of hiatus lately. Uh, I haven't posted anything in about a month, and I'm sorry about that. Um, I've been trying to work on some things in the background for the show, my personal life, uh, trying to get back into finding some things writing-wise, and nothing's really stuck. And yes, that's been super disappointing for me, but I want to share a little bit about that with you guys, uh, just kind of explaining where I've been, kind of what's been going on, and we'll get into that in all just a second. I also want to talk more about the NBA offseason, kind of the implications of that, and I'm going to definitely talk about Lance Stevenson and JaVale McGee. You better believe I'm going to talk about them. I absolutely just we'll, <laughs> we'll get into that in just a second. I can't wait to talk about that. Um, we're also going to be talking a little bit about Ronda Rousey, the UFC. She got inducted into the UFC Hall of Fame. There's, I think this is very controversial in my opinion. We'll talk about that in a second. But before we jump into everything, Chuki Beats over at YouTube. Make sure to give him a subscription, like his videos, watch his videos, listen to his music. He's insanely talented and I'm very, very blessed to be able to share his music with you guys on this podcast. Now, without further ado, take us in, Chuki. Alright, so to kick things off, I just want to talk about where I've been, what I've been doing, and kind of everything in between, because um, I don't really want to hide anything from you guys. So, if you know me in my personal life, and if we're friends um, because of Twitter or anything like that, you know that I don't like to share uh, my personal age. Um, I'm actually, I'm 18 right now, but when I started writing, I was 16, and I didn't want anybody to know that, and that's because I didn't want anybody to... I don't want my age to hinder me from going into anything, uh, going into my professional career, like writing an article for Bleacher Report or USA Today, and it ended up not hindering me from any of that, but I just don't like to share my age because I don't think that's a necessary factor uh, about me and who I am as a person. I don't think that's going to impact what anybody thinks of me now, but I used to think that my opinions wouldn't matter because of because of my age. Um, so. I graduated high school um, earlier in the month, and uh, I went to orientation for college. I'm going to Baylor University in the fall, so I've kind of been busy doing that. I was planning on releasing an episode earlier in June; it just never happened. And I just I was trying to set up guests, and I had a I had a pretty big name guest lined up, but they ended up uh, flaking last minute. And I tried to set something up with my writing so I can maybe go that route, but nothing just ended up coming to fruition, and that's been super, super disappointing for me, but I'm bouncing back. I'm learning to, to deal with that, and so I just decided I don't have a guest for this episode, and I really just wanted to talk with you guys. Like I don't, I don't think having a guest is necessarily important for me to share my opinions with you guys, and I think that's that's been that's something that's going to shape this show granted we're only three episodes in and i have an idea of what i want this to be but not entirely and i'm i'm working on that right now i'm definitely working on that that's kind of what i spent this past month doing is just thinking about what i want this to be yes i've got a basketball on the logo for the podcast and that's mainly what my passion is is basketball but i want to be able to talk about life and music which is what the last episode was about talking with uh brian kalbroski about hip-hop and talking about life having different conversations with different people so 
I have a feeling that this is going to end up being a guest orient oriented show, and that's nothing. That's that doesn't mean that I still can't have full creative control over what's going to end up happening with the show, but. That just means that this show is going to rely more on guests and the different appearances that they'll make. But I'm definitely going to take time like this to talk with you guys because I definitely enjoy having these. They're not one-on-one -on -one conversations because I'm talking right into a mic while my laptop's recording me speaking. But I guess having a one-on-one -on -one conversation where I can just open up the mic, um, turn on my laptop, and just share my thoughts and opinions with you guys. Because ultimately, this is what I want to do uh, with this show, um, not just have it be directly guest driven because solely being guest driven, I think rely too much on their guests and not enough on the host. Now I'm thinking about possibly adding a co-host just so that I can have somebody to bounce off of, but there might be another podcast in the future that I'm working on with a couple other buddies of mine, but I'm not entirely sure. Um, I don't want to reveal any of that right now, but so that's kind of what I've been working on in my personal life. Um, I'm starting to write a little bit more, um, and I'm just ultimately I'm gearing up uh, for college in the fall, and I'm extremely excited about that. Um, yeah, that's kind of what I've been doing, what I've been working on, and everything like that. So that's where I've been. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, so let's kind of dive into a little bit of NBA offseason talk. Now, Le the big news um, is LeBron James obviously going to the Lakers, but I don't know. For most of us, I mean, we already knew he was going to go to the Lakers. It was like a thought in the back of our mind, but as soon as Woj tweeted out that LeBron was going to go to the Lakers, everybody was still shocked, including me. I was still shocked, and it's just it was hard for me to comprehend that LeBron James was actually going to away from the Cavaliers now granted uh, I'm a Heat fan so when he was coming to Miami I was extremely ecstatic and then when he left I was extremely sad but I'm that same feeling that everybody had when LeBron left Cleveland for Miami is the same feeling that everybody had when LeBron left Cleveland now for the Lakers you knew it was going to happen you knew LeBron was going to leave he was tired of management he was tired of the people that got to put around him but it's still a shock when LeBron left Cleveland. Now, I don't know why. I think it's just because we're so used to seeing him in Cleveland and be in that perennial position of just be in that position of power in Cleveland. And now he's going to Los Angeles where he's a big name in a big market where in Cleveland he was a big name in a small market. He's no longer – I mean, he's definitely a Class A celebrity, but I think in Los Angeles he wants this to be – a family move for him rather than a basketball move in a sense because if you think about it he's going to work with Magic Johnson who yes he was a great basketball player but he's an even better businessman than he is a basketball player you can argue that because he's now in charge of making basketball operation decisions for the Lakers he's worked towards I'm sure Magic Johnson has been working towards this ever since he retired from the NBA he said I want to go and work for the Lakers and make GM decisions for them and I'm pretty sure LeBron wants to be in that same position where he wants to be able to go and make basketball decisions for a team. Of course, you can say it had things to do with basketball and all of that, but Los Angeles is what's going to propel LeBron into success beyond basketball. He can go into acting. I don't know, maybe because um, he was in Trainwreck and he's Space Jam 2 is a big thing now. So LA is the perfect destination for him to go and do those things and pursue those specific careers beyond basketball like going in he can learn directly from magic johnson about what to do beyond basketball how to transition into 
that post basketball career and turn that into being a GM for a basketball team or president of basketball operations, whatever you want to do for that team. I'm pretty sure LeBron's going to uh, transition into that specific role. And I mean, if you want to go check out a piece that I wrote, I wrote about uh, LeBron being a GM over on Def Pen. I mean, I can tweet it out for you guys uh, later. I mean, it's, I think it's pretty interesting. It's a good deep dive. If you want to take a look at that, uh, self, self, self plug there. No shame. Anyways. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I definitely think LeBron going to L.A., that was a basketball move somewhat, but I think that was a post-basketball move all the way. And his family, I mean, he's got a house out in L.A. He goes there every summer. It just seems like a more sensible decision for him to go to Los Angeles rather than stay in Cleveland because not only – well, and from the basketball sense as well, Los Angeles is going to have a bunch of cap room next year. They signed – a bunch of players to one-year deals so that way they can have all that cap space next year to pursue those big-name players for LeBron and to build around LeBron. And speaking of one-year contracts, we've got Lance Stevenson and JaVale McGee on the Los Angeles Lakers. I am so pumped for this because not only do you get petty man Lance Stevenson on the Lakers doing whatever he needs to do, but you've also got the jokester, the goofy boy, JaVale McGee. I just... It's so hard for me to comprehend this that they would sign this for when LeBron's on the team. And apparently, Magic Johnson and LeBron met, and they talked about planning out the rest of LeBron's career. <laughs> and this is a part of the plan? <laughs> I don't understand why Lance Stevenson and JaVale McGee are going to be a part of the plan. Anyways, I think it was the one-year deals for signing players, just getting that cap room for next year was a part of the plan. Um, JaVale McGee and Lance Stevenson just happened to be um, the best people available. Um, <laughs> so we get to watch... Lance Stevenson and JaVale McGee in primetime. That's what I'm mostly excited about because I love the pettiness and the awkwardness and the showboatiness of Lance Stevenson. He's like a Russell Westbrook mixed with um, Draymond Green and Grayson Allen. And he's just, he's got all that pettiness and all the showboatiness that makes him want to be such a, and the, he's got the boldness of J.R. Smith and the cockiness of Kobe Bryant. And there's just, all of these names, he's none of these things. I'm just throwing things out at you guys. Um, but Lance Stevenson is ultimately, he's not a good basketball player. Um, he's like Ron Baker. Um, <laughs> he's a little bit better than Ron Baker. He can actually play basketball decently. Um, <laughs> um, but, I mean, JaVale McGee, he was actually, from a basketball standpoint, not from the goofy and the petty standpoint, I think they were okay signings for the Lakers. I mean, Lance Stevenson can be there to help run your bench unit, and JaVale McGee's a great center off the bench. He was great for the Warriors uh, last season when he wasn't making his Shaq, Shaq in a fool moments, but he was, they were, they're, they're decent signings to say the least. That's, that's all I can really say about it is that they were decent signings, and maybe the Lakers will get something out of it. I don't know. I ultimately think the Lakers are going to end up being either barely making the playoffs or they're going to miss the playoffs. Um, but I don't think the goal for them this season was to make the playoffs. I think their ultimate goal was to get LeBron, figure out all the kinks this season, not essentially wasting a season of LeBron. I know a lot of people see it that way, but I don't think you can ever waste a season of LeBron. Maybe this is his, maybe they're taking this as LeBron, you take a rest this year. We'll figure out all the kinks of everything like that. You don't need to go 110% this year. You did that last year. You're going to go 100%, 10% next year. This year, take a little cruise break. Enjoy LA. Hang out with some friends. I don't know. Do, do something like that. Take your mind off of basketball 100%. And then another thing that I actually just thought about is what if LeBron wants to go 
and just watch his son play basketball because LA is a way better place for his son to learn to have a better opportunities for basketball than Cleveland, Ohio. Um, it's a bigger market for him to get noticed and just everything like that. But ultimately, LeBron went to LA because it was better for him personally. And I'm not holding anything against him, but there is somebody who I will hold everything against, every ounce of my being, because this just, it threw me for a loop, and I definitely, I didn't see this coming. I just... DeMarcus Cousins, that's all I can say. Um, DeMarcus Cousins, he quote-unquote made the best move for himself. There were talks of him not getting any any deals from any other teams and all of that other stuff. It was just, why? 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 There's, I, it's ridiculous to think that the Warriors now have Steph Curry, Klay Thompson, Draymond Green, Kevin Durant, DeMarcus Cousins. That's a starting five in the NBA. Those are five all-stars on a team. Now, I'm not hating on the Warriors because they drafted Steph Curry. They drafted Klay Thompson. They drafted Draymond Green. There's nothing to hold them against those three guys. The Kevin Durant thing, I've made my peace with it. He went there. He's staying there until he probably retires. Um, but ultimately... DeMarcus Cousins went there for $5.3 million, and I actually saw there was a tweet that I saw. It was people were comparing um, players' contracts to uh, boogies, and I think there was one, shout out to Sham, um, he tweeted there were, I think it was like 28.7, the Pistons owe 28.7 uh, boogies to Blake Griffin over the next four years or something like that. <laughs> shout out to Sham, that was really funny, bro. Of course, I can sit here and say that it's completely unfair to the rest of the league because DeMarcus Cousins signed for 5.3 million, 5.8, whatever he signed for the mid, mid, the mid exception. Um, of course I can sit here and say that it's not fair, but ultimately DeMarcus Cousins, there was space for him to go there. He signed to go win a ring and he's going to get a ring. Whether other basketball players, uh, complain about it on Twitter or bloggers complain about it. Reporters complain about it. Fans complain about it. DeMarcus Cousins is going to get a ring. Um, I think we should at least recognize that he's going to be an NBA champion. Um, that's something that he wanted, and ultimately the best decision for him, in his opinion, was to sign with the Warriors so he can get a ring. Um, one thing that uh, kind of bothers me is that everybody says on Twitter, oh, I'm not going to watch the league because uh, the Warriors are going to win again. So what's, what's even the point in watching it? Because, one... I could be wrong on this, but I'm pretty sure the NBA had the highest ratings it's ever had last season. Even though everybody knew the Warriors were going to win this year, there's no way Cleveland was going to win. There was no way Houston was going to win. Uh, the Warriors were going to win the NBA championship last season, yet they had the highest ratings they had ever had, ever. And it's like when people say they're not going to watch the NFL because players are kneeling. And yes, that has affected some ratings for the NFL, but ultimately the ratings weren't that affected and granted I do think the ratings are going to start going down because uh, of the decision the NFL made to not allow players to kneel but that's a conversation that I've already had with you guys I just think that the NBA is going to continue to have high ratings people are going to continue to watch because it's entertaining basketball it's entertaining fun and for a lot of people, it's not just about what happens on the court. It's about the drama that happens off court. It's about what players are wearing. It's about the shoes that they're wearing. It's about who's this guy going to – what's this guy going to look like against this guy before the game even begins. Basketball, there's a lot more to it than what happens on the court. And 
I think that draws such a big crowd and just the culture of the league and the association the association is going to continue to draw people in no matter what whether DeMarcus Cousin goes and signs with the Warriors let's say LeBron goes and signs with the Warriors of course this is going to make people upset I'm not saying it's going to make people upset I'm just saying that people are still going to want to watch because the NBA is such a polarizing league that everybody's going to want to pay attention to it because of how progressive it is with its players and the decisions they make what they choose to wear how they choose to act off the court how they choose to act on the court i just think it's such an issue i think it's such a non-issue for people and people are just overblowing it but that's neither here nor there uh let's jump into a little bit about uh, i want to talk about the heat uh the miami heat um all right good talk (laughs) there's really not much to talk about um they didn't do anything in free agency. I just saw there's actually a notification that um, Woj just tweeted out that um, the Heat are potential suitors for Carmelo Anthony. Uh, the Lakers, the the Heat, and the Rockets. Um, now, I don't think Melo's going to go to either the Heat or the Lakers. I think he'll go to the Rockets because there was interest last season. Didn't end up happening, but I think he'll still want to go there because there was that interest from last season, and I think he can add maybe some shooting I don't know Carmelo's been a little bit of uh to say the least he's been he's been kind of disappointing um but I don't think the Heat should go and pursue that because what they're going to be giving up with that well one they don't have any cap space and two the Pat Riley's so focused on winning right now that he doesn't ever see the future of watching his young players grow no he needs to let Bam Adebayo Josh Richardson, Justice Winslow, Tyler Johnson. He's let all those guys develop, come into their own, and he needs to let them just do what they need to do. Because if he keeps bringing in these guys who he wants them to win right now, Derek Derek Jones Jr., there's another one. If he keeps bringing guys in that he wants to win right now, he's never going to let those guys grow, and he's never going to see what they can be without the chance to win right now. All right, I think we've covered enough basketball. Uh, Let me talk about Ronda Rousey. Um... So Ronda Rousey was inducted into the UFC Hall of Fame, and I'm not—I don't have a record off the top of my head, um, but I—I I don't know. I—I I was very conflicted when I saw this um, this on Twitter when I was scrolling through in the morning, um, because Ronda Rousey, yes, she—I—I I will completely agree with you. She was a polarizing, stellar UFC fighter. She slayed her opponents left and right she got knockout she absolutely obliterated her competition she was the fiercest fighter in the ufc and ultimately was one of the best fighters to ever to ever fight now that's why she was inducted into the ufc but ronda rousey she lost a fight and then she dropped off the face of the earth you you can't lose a fight, drop off the face of the earth, come back, and then she signs with the WWE, and then she gets inducted in the UFC Hall of Fame. That's like saying Tracy McGrady, with all of his injuries, well, yes, he was a very, very good player for, I don't know how many, he was a very, very good player, but he had injuries and he dropped off. Tracy McGrady is not one of the greatest players of all time but he is a very very great player but he's not one of the greatest of all time but this brings up another argument are we going to start categorizing players their greatness by their whole careers or are we going to just start looking at their primes only because if you're going to start taking their whole careers is tiger woods he had 
he's have a, had a very awful part of his latter career, but he was extremely stellar within the beginning part of his career. I'm not saying that Tiger Woods isn't the greatest golfer of all time. Tiger Woods is the greatest golfer of all time, but that's just something to look at because if you want to look at these players from just their prime, then we need to establish that right now and start talking about why these players are great just within their prime, not within their whole context of the careers. And that's something that I think inducting Ronda Rousey into the UFC, I think that that debate need needs to start happening because if you if her disappearing after losing a fight I think that doesn't disqualify her from being into the Hall of Fame but I think that definitely needs to be discussed a little bit more I'm just I'm gonna throw this out there this is not a very good take I'm gonna say this from the beginning please don't slander me for this but Vince Carter Dirk Nowitzki the latter part of their careers they are not good they're just their role players. So if you're going to take into the consideration of their whole career, then yes, they're great players, but does that latter part of their career diminish what their legacy is going to be? I personally don't think it's going to be. That's going to diminish anything of who they are, what they meant to the league, and anything of that context. Ronda Rousey, her losing that one fight, that's not going to diminish anything of what she meant to the UFC, what she's meant to anybody who is a fan of her. I don't think that's going to diminish anything of her reputation, but I think it's just a conversation that needs to be had because it is a fact that she disappeared after she lost. And then you could argue that she also abandoned the UFC to go wrestle for the WWE. Yeah, I just think that's a conversation that needs to be had. I don't think that, I think that should have been brought up earlier as well, just with people talk about great players and what great players are this, where do they rank? Another thing, just really quick, that needs to get brought up is are we going to start comparing great players to other players in their era or are we going to compare them to players in the current era because if you're going to compare Wilt Chamberlain in his prime to LeBron James in his prime you have to compare are you going to compare Wilt Chamberlain in his prime how he'd play in the current era or LeBron James how in his prime how he played in Wilt's era because I think those are two very different comparisons that you can make and those players are on different um, rankings within the best players of all time. But that is a conversation. Those are conversations that need to start being had. And those those are called more arguments and everything like that. But I just that's my opinion on what I think. Uh, just needs to get start happening. And I think this Ronda Rousey decision is kind of starting to starting to shift um, what what we think about these players and how we how we grade them for their whole career. We need to look at them in their prime. Not necessarily uh, during their latter parts. But yeah, that's that's kind of all I have for you guys today. Um, I really appreciate you guys uh, listening in. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast. Download the episode. Make sure you take it wherever you go. We're on uh, Stitcher, Google Play, iTunes, anywhere. Anywhere you can get your podcasts, we will be there. Make sure to follow me on Twitter at Noah Tor. I also I have a podcast account on Twitter. It's just at Noah Tor Pod. Um, I have not been active in using it. I definitely don't think I've used it in quite a while. Um, I don't even know if I've posted any episodes over there, but you can go give that a follow if you want as well. Uh, I'll start using that more, be a little bit more active on that. Um, Stay tuned for future episodes because while I did say I was working and some things fell through, I've got big things in store for you guys. This is not the end of, this is not like a farewell. This is not a see you later. This is a, we're working towards making something big happen here. And I really do think, This can be something big, and I, granted, there's so many other podcasts out there, there's people just like me who are trying to make it big, but I 
I definitely think this is something that can be big. And if you want, actually, there was some there was a tweet that I saw the other day. It was um it was by Sam. Uh, I can't even remember his his I don't know how to pronounce his last name from Warriors World. Um, <laughs> when I have Kevin on Kevin and Justin on the very first episode when Kevin was talking about Kawhi Leonard being a Trump supporter, that's actually something that was being talked about over on the West Coast by some radio hosts. If you want to go back and listen to that first episode, uh, me and Kevin and Justin talk about that. Um, it, that was a really fun episode. Um, but yes, I've got great things in store for you guys. More things to come. Stay locked in. Have a great day, guys. Take us out, Chuki.